RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Unfortunately, this is not a Victory Monday. Uh, I thought it would be. Um, if you guys sat and watched through that game last night like I did, um, it was a tough game to watch as a Buccaneer fan because all the things that we thought the Buccaneers were got reversed yesterday quickly. You know, what we thought, you know, when somebody asked me before the game, think the Buccaneers repeat? Uh, my answer was this. I don't know if we're good enough defensively. We got plenty of fire offensively. We're going to score some points. We're going to win at home, but I don't know if we're good enough defensively to go on the road and win. And then yesterday's game happened, last night. We looked putrid offensively, and putrid would be nice. Sorry, putrid, for uh, 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 putting your name in a bad light, but it didn't. That was a weird game to me. Obviously, losing Godwin and and Fournette and Evans all in the same game is a big deal. Before they went out. Let's talk about before they went out. We were missing something offensively. And I don't know, I don't want to say it's A B because we've been successful without A B, okay? It's a whole lot of dinking dunking in Fournette, isn't it? For a team that has that much firepower, it was a lot of Fournette two yards. And listen. The long and short of it is this. Tom Brady's calling our calls, okay? He's making the calls. And he's making the decisions. Didn't like the game plan. I hate actually hated the game plan. When you don't run the ball at all in the first half, at all, almost at all, what are you doing to the defense other than allowing them to pin their ears back and just rush the passer? All game. As an offensive lineman, screw that uh, game plan. Tristan Wurst had an off game. Why? Because Cameron Jordan was rushing all game long. If you have to, if you have to pass block on Cameron Jordan forty times, I'll be damned if he doesn't beat you once or twice or three times. So Tristan Wurst had a tough game, and that's that's the way it is. Didn't like the play calling all around. As you going into, we're in, we're deep in December now. It's almost Christmas. You gotta run the football. Everybody talks about well the the. the, the the short passing game is a Buccaneers running game. That's not the same thing, people. If you hand off that ball to somebody 30 times in December, boy, that sure tenderizes that defense, and it sure slows down that pass rush. We didn't slow down shit yesterday on the other, on the other side. Tristan Wurst had a bad game. I haven't said that since I started this podcast, since Tristan Wurst has been a, a Buccaneer. He had a missed assignment on a third and one, which was a huge play at the end of the game. Number 57 was Scott Free and made, and made a play. Uh, Cameron Jordan made a couple plays on him and just didn't have a great game. As a whole, the offensive line didn't have a great game, but I hated the game plan. Didn't like the fact that you didn't allow the offensive line to at least oppose their will on this Saints team who, and I hope you guys see this because I see it clearly. As somebody who's played the game before, you can look at mentalities and look at the way people react to other teams. The Saints, first of all, hate us. Okay, somebody asked me the other day, who's a, the Bucks' a biggest uh, rivalry? It's the Saints. I don't even know who's the second biggest rivalry. It's the Saints, period, done, over with. I don't even know where the conversation goes from there. The Saints have beaten the Buccaneers seven straight times in regular season. Seven. We, okay, we lost twice this year, twice last year. 
okay? When Jameis was where he lost twice, seven straight times, not including the playoffs, obviously. They're coming in here and bitch slapping us in our house. You're going to shut out the Buccaneers in your, in their house on national TV? The Saints do not respect the Buccaneers anything like anybody else does. And the Saints treat the Buccaneers that way. They really do. Jenkins was all up in Gronk's business. They're all up in Brady's face. They do not respect Tom Brady. They don't. They, why would they? I don't believe Tom Brady's ever beaten the Saints. I think he's 0-4. So why would they respect him? Now, we're in, in a dilemma now. Everybody had the, the whole thing is AB coming back. Oh, the Bucks going to cut him. I hate that shit. First of all, why would you cut a really good football player? And you don't have to. Give me an example where that happened. Where you cut a really good football player, you don't have to. Give me one example. And if we cut AB today, how many teams are going to come and get him tomorrow? It doesn't make sense. He freaking falsified, he falsified a vaccination card. He got his three games. He paid the piper. Put him back on a fucking football field and let's play football. That's it. The court, Bruce Arians and the staff have to do what they can to win football games. When it's all, they're not, they're not going to win any. Bruce Arians is not going to win a Walter Payton Award uh, for for keeping for cutting AB in in December. What do you what do you get from that? AB is in your locker room. AB is a Buccaneer. Why would you cut him? It doesn't do anything. It doesn't accomplish anything. It has nothing to do with Godwin. It has nothing to do with uh, Evans going down. It has to do with having a lot of good football players and winning championships. That we brought in AB last year. Everybody's like, oh, I don't know about this guy. He's terrible. We won a Super Bowl. And anything was anything said about AB? No. Okay, so forget about that. AB's coming back, and AB's going to be a part of it, and that's just the way it's going to be. Now, some of the play calling, fourth and one, a fade to Gronk. I didn't love it. It's happened before, and he's made that play. So I'm not going to say it's a, it's a bad call. I don't want to do that. Gronk had a hard time yesterday, drop early, had a tough time locating a ball late that was almost landed on his feet. So I don't know if it's the lighting or something at night, but Gronk had an off day. Um, Try and Shwayanka finally seen some good stuff. Now, I, I think you guys are going to see some stuff that I don't give a shit about. Like, I don't care about you running across the field and making a tackle. I don't care about that. That's not football. Football is played in the trenches, as the name of this podcast. I want to see how he hand fights with tackles. I want to see how he beats tackles. I saw a couple of good things. He's not physical enough still. He's still a great athlete, but he don't know how to get down and dirty. But I'm seeing some good things from the kid. Rojo, I saw fresh legs in Rojo. Rojo got his chance, got in there. Listen, Fournette might be out for a minute now. Fournette might be out for a minute. Uh, they say that Godwin has an a, a, a MCL sprain. He may be out for the rest of the season. Mike Evans, I'm not sure about him. He might be out for a bit. We need AB. We need Gronk to come back doing his thing. And we need Rojo to be the man again. Because the Buccaneers don't have a very tough schedule towards the end of this year. But you can lose two of those three. Mess around and are you watching the NFL? You don't have to be a good team to beat a good team. You could be a bad. How many bad teams have beaten good teams this year in the NFL? It's happened quite often. And the Buccaneers are going to be playing three teams the last three weeks of the season who are not great football teams, but they're going to want to punch the Buccaneers in the face because we're the champion. We have Tom Brady, and that's the way it goes. Tom Brady, who, by the way, really hasn't been playing that well. Let's, let's break it down. Let's, he put some beautiful balls in, and that's Tom Brady. He's going to do that thing. 
that interception at the end of the game, horrible. Now, a lot of that has to do with what was happening in the, on the, in the game and lack of uh, you know, pass protection and not having familiarity with a lot of the guys out there, but Tom Brady has not been playing that great. When you get old, you start to get old gradually. He might have started to get old this year in front of us. That's a possibility. I'm not saying it's happening because he can go out and throw for 400 next week. That's a possibility. But when I'm seeing him running, fumbling, late interceptions, that's not Tom Brady. That's not the Tom Brady that I that that you like to that we like to see. And to watch a Buccaneers game, watch that 17 punts in a game. Ugh, that was not pretty football in general. Love what I saw from our defense yesterday. It's just a shame that it's in a loss and all for naught because the Buccaneers offensively just couldn't piss a drop yesterday. It was kind of hard to watch. You know, it was, you know, it was a lot of dignitaries in, in the house. Snoop's in the house, and you know, represent. So our Buccaneers didn't look the way they needed to look yesterday. Now we can stop talking about home field advantage and start talking about just playing some good freaking football and get out there and get things done because we ain't going, we want, we have to go on the road for the playoffs. Okay. So if you can't beat Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill, you don't deserve to be at home for the playoffs because Taysom Hill ain't good, by the way. Taysom Hill as a quarterback ain't good. That game plan from the Saints wasn't good. And to lose to that crap, it really, it's really painful, to be honest with you. And I think the Buccaneers, they always say film is not as bad or as good as you think. I think that film might hurt the Buccaneers' feelings when they watch that because they didn't, they didn't lose to a better team. They just lost. They just lost to a team that out-hustled and really punched them in the face. So we'll see how the Buccaneers fight back. We know how they, they do after a loss. We know how Tom Brady does after a loss. And we'll see if this, they still have that championship pedigree. If anybody wants to hit me up with a question, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Please make sure you're listening to the other podcasts. And uh, I'm off from Beckles and Retro for the rest of the year, so I won't be on the air. But I uh, appreciate you guys tuning again next year. And I appreciate you guys listening into In the Trenches every single week. Have a wonderful week. Let's hope next week will be another Victory Monday. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out radioinfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>